Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Fandom Talk. I am your host, Jacob Vance Hardesty, the editor-in-chief of this wonderful group of fandom correspondents. Hope you all are having a wonderful day, and if it hasn't been the best day, then I hope that this episode makes your day a little bit better. Hope that you all get to learn about some new stuff and some new great comics to uh, read, uh, because we today are joined by a up-and-coming new writer, uh, Miss Sarah Cook, who uh, has graced us with her presence and is going to be talking about her new comic, and uh, so, Sarah, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Doing very well. Yes, ma'am. Just <laughs> just got off work. It was a annoying long day, but you know that's 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 what we do. That's what we do when we're trying to get things off the ground here. So you know, um, but yeah, Sarah. Um, t- first off, we I definitely want to talk about uh, No Spell Lasts Forever. This new comic that we have coming out with a noir and fantasy setting if i remember correctly which sounds awesome so can you tell us a little bit about that yeah it's uh it's a noir urban fantasy um it's a six issue series um we're just about finished with the first issue uh the artist is Aimee holly um for the the artist for the first issue and she's amazing (laughs) uh she's on track to finish up the art next week um we had the crowdfunder for it back in october um, so we're excited to be finishing it up. Um, but it's a noir urban fantasy about a uh, magic user who uh, meets an early death and makes a deal with the devil for a second chance at life. And uh, her her task that she's given is to corrupt one truly good soul. Um, so and she uh, kind of as she goes along, she the the question is, is she going to be able to do it? And and if not, what does that mean for uh, like the fate of her eternal soul? Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, so we get to some pretty heavy stuff right now, right at the start there. Um, <laughs> yeah. that, but that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, I, I did get a chance to see some of the art, and uh, if you if you are listening and you haven't had a chance, please follow No Spell Lasts Forever and Sarah Cook on uh, mm-hmm. Instagram and anywhere else, I think. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, too, but I do more. On, I'm more on Instagram. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, the art looks fantastic. Now, I did notice you said uh, um, that she is the artist for the first issue. So are you going to have different artists for different issues, or is she going to be carrying over as well? Um, she, I mean, I have been talking about it just this week, actually. Um, and she has kind of had some some life stuff come up that <laughs> she's not sure if she's going to be, because she's been the sole artist. Um, which is so, I mean, she's been doing all of it, which is <laughs> just, just super impressive um, and also super time consuming. Sure. So uh, she's not sure if she's going to be able to continue, but she definitely uh, wants to do at least some covers for future issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if she's not able to continue doing all the artwork, she'll, she'll still be involved um, and we'll be figuring out uh, who will be taking over pretty shortly. Sure. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, so, real quick, before we get to our next question, I was kind of curious, um, from a writing perspective, was it, did, did you already know Aime, or did you start writing this before you had met her? Yeah, I wrote it uh, before I met her, actually. Um, I had all the, the scripts for all six issues done, uh, and then she and I connected uh, through Instagram, actually. So, was that kind of difficult to write it not knowing what the art style was really going to look like as the finished product? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> um, I, I would really like to know beforehand. Like, I think it would be really, really cool to know beforehand 
who you're working with <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and, and then kind of write in a way that plays to their strengths. Um, I just didn't, I didn't know who it was going to be yet. <laughs> um, I just, I guess, wasn't in the position yet to know who that was going to be. So I just kind of wrote it as I imagined it. Um, but then things definitely did shift um, as I may got involved in, and some of the things that um, she wanted to play. And I was excited <laughs> for her to, to play up to her strengths more. And some of the page layouts are completely different than what I imagined, which um, which I like. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. an artist has an eye that I'm not, I'm just not gonna have. Um, so definitely some things shifted after we started actually working on it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I recently uh, have been starting to watch some older films and uh one of the first <laughs> ones uh, this this year i've been trying to do 52 movies that i've never seen before okay. and first one i started off with was double indemnity and you know as mm -hmm. i'm watching it like there were certain things um where like barbara stanwick you know it looks a certain <laughs> way and i was and i was like huh that's gonna that kind of plays really well into what sarah's working on you know and so i was <laughs> I, I like uh, that aesthetic <laughs> Oh, I like that that aesthetic. <laughs> oh, of course. No, it, I, I think I think it'll work really well. Um, I, were there any certain films or certain books or anything that you were kind of drawing inspiration from for this for this comic specifically? Um, I watched I, and rewatched a bunch of them. Um, Double Indemnity was one. Casablanca, which sure. I don't know how many times I've seen it, but I watched it again. Um, <laughs> and then the one that's the big one who, that influences our main character the most is The Big Sleep. Uh, mm -hmm. So that was probably the big one. I gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's, uh, it's, I know this is going to sound awful. That's also on my list. I haven't watched it yet, but it is on my list. Um, that'll be, that'll be coming later this year. Definitely. Um, speaking about writing inspirations though, what, what would you say are some, are some of your biggest inspirations for when you first started writing different, whether it was someone in your family or a friend that really kind of got you into writing or maybe just an author that you really loved? Yeah. Um, I've always really been into writing, even as a, a young kid. Um, I wrote these little stories and, <laughs> um, I remember for school, I think it was grade something um i wrote this little story about uh tater tots coming to life and nice. taking over the school um and the the way my parents tell the story i don't remember firsthand but they say my teacher sent home a note and said uh, she was sure i was going to be a writer of some sort one day <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and back then i think i was i remember really being into uh, like the Wrinkle in Time books at that age when I was really just first getting into writing those little stories as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, and like Lois Lowry, a lot of fantasy stuff <laughs> mm -hmm. at that age. Um, and then later on, I guess, uh, comics influences. I think the biggest comic that, the one that made me feel like I wanted to write comics was Sandman. Um, sure. <laughs> and uh, more recent, obviously, like uh, Gail Simone and, and Kelly Sue DeConnick. Um, I did a big Scott Snyder binge last year. It was like the year of Scott Snyder for me. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, uh, who else? Oh, and, and I guess if we're talking novelists, uh, I've been getting into Lee Bardugo lately. Um, she's a, an urban fantasy writer. I've loved her, her last book, Ninth House, and the sequel to it, Hellbent. 
just came out um, and I pre-ordered it. It came in the mail a couple days ago, so I'm pretty excited about that. Okay. Um, yeah, kind of all over, I guess, but a lot of, a lot of uh, sci-fi and, and urban fantasy and fandom type stuff for sure. sure. Hey, obviously we are 100% okay with that around here. Um, I Real quick before, because I, 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 I am just curious, what were your thoughts on the Netflix Sandman show then, since Sandman was such a big such a big thing for you? I liked it. Um, it obviously wasn't exactly, didn't follow the comics exactly, but I felt like it followed the spirit of the comics, and I felt like it captured the, um, the heart of it, I guess. And then some of the things that, that were updated, I thought were updated well, um, were some of the things that maybe wouldn't have aged super well <laughs> if they'd been adapted exactly. Um, the Calliope story and, and other things here and there. Um, mm. So I actually liked the little updates that they did. I liked it a lot overall. Yeah. Yeah, I think also uh, that one definitely benefited from, is it, do you say Gaiman or Gaiman? Because I, I have heard, Gaiman, but I've heard both. <laughs> see, I have two, and I've never heard him say his last name, so I'm not <laughs> sure. Um but uh, I know he was, if not on set constantly, like was very involved as a producer. Yeah. So I so that that definitely helps out quite a bit with him kind of updating his own story a little bit. Um, yeah, I personally, I, I really enjoyed it as well. Um, I I have to admit, I've only read the first uh, two volumes, so I need to keep going. Uh, I haven't gotten around to it. My my backlog of to be read is sky high as i'm sure you're and most, <laughs> most writers and readers that's kind of that's kind of how it goes um yeah. but uh but yeah so so besides so besides gaming um i know of course you've already mentioned uh snyder and simone and uh mm. deconic what are some of your other favorite writers though any anyone that just because i know you went on a um and for the record, guys, this is another reason that you need to follow her on ins- her on Instagram. I know there was a big Greg Rucka Batman run for yeah. a while there with No Man's <laughs> Land and everything else. Um, yeah. I was course, reading a lot of the old. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, of course, there's other there's other writers involved in that story, but I think mm-hmm. I, I think that's really kind of Greg Rucka's story. If I, if I'm if, yeah. if we're looking right down to you know what I mean. I agree. Yeah, and it's it's great. I was reading a lot of the old Batman arcs last year that I. I didn't get to that one in a uh, No Man's Land, which I had also never read, um, and the whole Nightfall and Night Quest and all of that. Just going back and hitting some of this that stuff that I and Chuck Dixon was uh, all that Nightfall stuff, mm-hmm. um, and it was great. And there are some great writers involved in in all of those like '90s <laughs> massive arcs. <laughs> I know one of my brother's favorites because he Batman's his number one. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I know that one of his favorites as an under as an underrated writer is Alan Grant. Um, he did, did yeah. kind of stuff really was kind of all over the place. It was late '80s and then pretty much through the '90s was just on different titles. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, that's that's one that he's always loved as well. Um, and I think and- it doesn't get maybe this is just my impression, but the. The credit for contributing to some of those big arcs as much as some of the others <laughs> who are involved in it. It's really, I I think that's kind of, I think that's something that's gotten that's gotten better in more recent years. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's even there's certain books in the '70s, you know, where 
or even even earlier than that, where it does it doesn't even say who wrote it. Like you'll have like a small like artist note like at the bottom, mm-hmm. but then you'll then you'll be like, who wrote this? And of course, then you have to scour you know Wikipedia or wh- or whatever you know to find out who wrote this one small like I don't know dead man backup or something in the back in the back of a comic, you know. <laughs> uh, and I, I think that's something that has gotten better. Um, one of the few, one of the good things that we will say about social media and yeah. the modern way of the internet um, is that people are able to share their stuff and and be like, "Hey, I wrote this. You know, I'm part of this, even if it is technically a smaller role or a smaller arc or something like that." And I think that's really good. Um, Definitely. But yeah, you're you're definitely right because there are a lot of there's a lot of writers in Cataclysm and No Man's Land. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, but yeah, and and I do I love the whole '90s Batman aesthetic. That was that was that was one of the few that kind of carried over. Obviously, I know certain things may not have aged as well since then, but it was just a lot of fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nightfall, John, John Paul Valley just being insane and oh, yeah. That, that whole story arc is is pretty great. Um, you mentioned so I, I do I do have to ask, okay, because you you mentioned my favorite my favorite writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Scott Snyder. Yes. And, and so I, I am curious. Do you have like a particular favorite of his? Um, all of the everything, all the Batman, maybe. Like Court of Owls, obviously. Um, I really like Black Mirror, American Vampire for non-Batman stuff. <laughs> um, I've been reading Noctera. I fell behind on it though. I just I, I read the first volume. And yeah. I need to get back into it, but the first volume was awesome. <laughs> um, his, yeah, his uh, Noctera has been really really good. But I, I, I'm like you. I haven't picked it up since the end of the first one. I've been so so behind with so many different books and comics and everything. So, yeah. I keep meaning to read more of all his, his best jacket stuff. Mm-hmm. They all look so good, but it all ends up on my list. There's one he's doing with um, Tula Lote. I don't remember which one that is, but I love her art. So I need to get to that one, definitely. Stormers, I think, is that one? Yeah, that's Stormers, one that's, that's what it is. Plain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, um, I, I signed up for his... Um, and we're, we're still signed up. I'm just very behind on the lessons, but, uh, his writing. Uh, I've been doing those too. They're awesome. Uh, it's honestly, even beyond like the, the writing tips, it's, it's just interesting just to hear him talk to other creators and, yeah. you know, swap stories and everything. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think one of, one of my favorite ones was, uh, I watched it after he was announced as the new Batman writer, but <laughs> Zadarsky play around yeah. the fact like I can't say I'm writing Batman, but I'm writing Batman. Yeah. <laughs> with, with a bit of hindsight, it was fun to watch that one. Um, but uh, but you're absolutely correct. His uh, everything he's done on on our best jacket has been fantastic. Um, I haven't kept up with all of them, unfortunately. But I I really loved um, Clear. I really and Night of the Ghoul. I thought was fantastic. Of course, Francesco Francavillas. Yeah. Always a fantastic artist. Never gonna, really going to be a problem there. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. Love Scott Snyder. Um, <clears throat> I posted a message, something about uh, American Vampire, and uh, Raphael Albuquerque responded, and that was exciting for me. I took a screenshot. I was like, of I'm this forever. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, 
yeah, Raphael's art is it's it's something else. Like it's it that's one of those that's one of those books, American Vampire. Every, every time I read it, um, and I'm not I'm not all the way through it, but every every time I pick up any of those issues, you know, it's one of those things where it's if any other creator was different, mm-hmm. I do not think it would work as well. Like I, I, I think I think Scott as the writer is perfect. I think Raphael as the artist is perfect. Um, even Stephen King, of course, Stephen King's contributions in the in the first mm-hmm. part really good. Um, but if anyone was not a part of that, I do I think that book fails, and I think I think that's why it works so well. It's one of those kind of perfect collab yeah. collaborative processes, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's great. <laughs> that's, a, that's just a really good one. Um, you know, you you mentioned you also mentioned um, uh, Gail Simone. I'm kind of curious which, of course, Gail Simone. It, Gail Simone's one of those writers where the more I start paying attention, the more I'm like, she has written so much. Yeah. Um, so what what would you say is some of your favorite stuff of hers? Um, any of her DC stuff. Although I need to go back and read more of her Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yes, Birds of Prey, all of that stuff (laughs) because I love those characters too and I love I feel like she loves those characters herself and she's talked about um like how much she loved Batgirl growing up and I feel like it it comes through Mm -hmm. yeah I think her her Birds of Prey run is one of those that it's it 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 makes those characters, you know. It, it's it, obviously those characters are great on their own, you know. Huntress and Black Canary and Barbara are all fantastic on their on their own right. But in my opinion, some of the best work that's ever been done with them was in her run. Um, yeah, I just I, Lord, I love Gail Simone too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but on on that note, though, talking about characters, I am curious. Of course, you being you being a comic book lover as well, um, who are some of your favorite characters? Uh, whether it's Marvel, DC, Independence, whatever. Hmm. Um, for Marvel stuff, I, I'm a big Loki fan. <laughs> That's it, yeah. um, like Loki, Agent of Asgard is one of my favorite Marvel mm. stories. Um, I love uh, Ms. Marvel, um, mm. and I love I, I love the show too. I think they did a good job of kind of capturing where Kamala's at <laughs> that stage in her life. Um, uh, who else? There's a uh, Batman of for Batman stuff because I've been on this run last year, <laughs> doing, mm. filling in some of the Batman stuff that I had been intending to go back to forever. Um, but uh, Barbara, of course, is always one of my favorites. Jim Gordon, I really love Jim Gordon too. Mm. Um, yeah, who who else? Oh, well, I'm reading Monstrous right now. I finally started reading Monstrous. Monsters um, so good. So good. And I love makeup. Like, I love her snarkiness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love how she, like, obviously really cares deep down, but, like, doesn't want to admit it, wants to seem tough and snarky mm-hmm. all the time. Sure. Um, who else? Uh, Nightwing, obviously. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my, my number two on DC is Nightwing. <laughs> I love Nightwing. Um... Have you been reading uh, Tom Taylor's uh, Bruno Redondo stuff? No, or? I'm so far behind on it. And I keep hearing that it's so good. And I keep seeing, like, I saw one of the uh, variants, and I, I don't remember where I saw it, but with uh, with Dick and Barbara wrapped up in the uh, 
uh, keyboard cord. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to get to that one. I've been meaning to forever. Like it's one of those that I'm sure I'm gonna really enjoy when I finally get to it. It's 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 one of those where it's one. It's it's such a feel good title, you know. And and despite the the awful the awful villains that are in it, um, but of course, you know, Dick and Barbara are such encouraging and loving characters, you know, and that's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. they, they really bring that out really well. Uh, and of course, Tom Taylor, you know, anytime he puts, anytime he puts words onto a page, you know, you, you're probably gonna get a little teary eyed because that's just how he <laughs> writes. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's perfect. It's absolutely fantastic. You definitely need to check it out. Who else? Oh, Saga. Um, oh, I love yeah. I, I love all of them. I love Marco, RIP. <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe that was a spoiler. Eh, you know, no, it's all, it's all good. I, it, it, because, because the thing is, it's like, that one was not a well-kept spoiler because that went everywhere very quickly. Um, yeah. but, uh, that's, I think they do really, I think they do really good in Saga where you care about characters very, very quickly. Like yeah. even characters mm-hmm. you show for maybe two or three issues, you're like, I don't want to see bad things happen to this person. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. typically bad things do happen to people in that book, but <laughs> it, it is still really, really good. Um, and I guess going back to to Sandman, uh, death was um, sure. my favorite from that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all of them. <laughs> but uh, who else? I'm looking at my comics. I have over here. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on. So many. Mm. Jane Foster for going back oh, to Marvel oh. stuff. Yeah. Um, uh. So okay, so you you bringing her up? I am curious. What were your thoughts on the movie? Because a lot of people <sighs> didn't, but I actually did. Um, and and maybe I'm just being a little too forgiving, but I'm. <laughs> I thought they did pretty solid with with just about every aspect of that story. I had mixed feelings. I liked it. I know there were people who really, really didn't like it. And I didn't dislike it. (laughs) I love Jane in it. Um, I love that she got her her moment in it. Um, I I just, I love her as Thor so much. So I think I couldn't like at least not like that part of it. Sure. Um, my only feeling about it a little bit was that they were kind of maybe trying a teeny bit too hard to, to capture Ragnarok to kind of do the same thing they were doing with Ragnarok sure. um, with the comedy. <laughs> it, it felt there were moments where I felt like it felt a little bit like almost too um, like you could feel them kind of writing the, the comedy. You could feel the writing in it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I liked it a lot overall. I love Jane and I loved the goats. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. I okay, I'm glad you said that because I've I've talked to so many people who were like, I hated the goats and yeah, the goats, the goats never got old to me. Like it was the the entire time I was laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw plushies of those goats that make the noise when you squeeze them. I haven't gotten them yet, but I'm I'm tempted. <laughs> I, I I feel like that, that's a necessity. I, I I feel I feel like you need those. Um, um, you know, Jane, I Valkyrie a lot in it. Valkyrie, as always. I was so nervous because I was like, "If here's the thing, it's Gore the God Butcher. If they kill Valkyrie, I'm gonna be very upset." Uh, yes. You know, and and I was I was very glad she made it out alive. Um, 
<laughs> and I know that there were some people who were upset that they were like, well, he didn't actually kill anybody. And I'm like, okay, I <laughs> get that. But at the same time, they can't really show someone called Gore the God Butcher doing his thing in a PG-13 film. They just, they, yeah. you, mm-hmm. you, you, have, you have to let some of that go behind the scenes, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to, you have to still get the kids in there as well. I, I know not everyone is super fond of that all the time, but it, it's still mm-hmm. a thing. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I did, I did enjoy it. I, uh, I thought, I thought it did pretty well with it. Um, well, while we're on the subject, I am curious, mm-hmm. what's your favorite MCU film? Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> that, that is the hard one, isn't it? Um, the one I've watched the most, so maybe my favorite, is just the first Avengers. But uh, I don't know, like Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, both Black Panthers. Sure. Um, and being a Loki fan, I loved all the Thor movies, actually. It, I, mean, I did have complaints about Love and Thunder, um, mm-hmm. but I, I really, I liked it overall. And the other ones I loved, I know people complain about Dark World, too, but I actually really liked it. Um See the thing about Dark World, like anyone who complains about it, like you, you can't deny that. With the except, I would say, with the exception of the show itself, that's Hiddleston's best performance, and that's not yeah. taken away from any other time that he's on screen. But it's just you know, trust my rage. Any the times where he's speaking with his mother, just everything about that, you know. I, in fact, I think if they had focused more on the relationship between Thor and Loki, yeah. As much as I love Malekith as a character, you know, if they'd push him a little bit to the side and focus more on them, I think it would have been a much better movie just because Hiddleston is just kind of hitting his stride right there in that movie, you know? I think that's why I like it. Those parts between Thor and Loki, I feel like, are so strong. And, yeah, like, some of the Malekith stuff isn't as great. (laughs) But but the Thor and Loki stuff is so good that it it just made me really enjoy the movie overall. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it carries over, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Winter Soldier is great. Yeah. They're all so good. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Winter Soldier should be bumped up closer to the top of my list now that I'm thinking about it. Mm. Mm. I think I think Winter Soldier and Civil War are probably my two favorites. Civil but War, yeah. Ca- Captain America is my, my number one on Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so, and Chris Evans just plays him perfectly. Um, you know, so. Interesting. I, I think that's uh, I think those are my top two just because I just love Captain America so much that he's my he's my favorite Marvel character, like I said. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, I uh, I was curious. So we talked about having such a a massive to be read list and to be watched and so on and so forth. So, I, but I am curious, what are some things that you either have watched recently or things that you have read recently? Um, like what's what have you been really getting into here recently? I know, I know. Of course, the Batman stuff was all last year. What's what's the twenty twenty three looking like for Sarah? Um, I've, Monstrous has been uh, one that I've been really getting into. I'm up to the third volume now. Um, it's I I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what else? The, I finally got a, it's more Batman. But finally got around to uh, Chip Zdarsky's run. I, I haven't read 131 yet, but I may be waiting until that arc finishes to circle sure. back to it. But I finished the failsafe arc, which mm-hmm. I liked. Um, and it pulled me into more Batman stuff. Like now I'm like, okay, well, I have to go read um, 
just more more of the back more batman it's expanding my batman list <laughs> um some of the indie stuff like i've been some of the stuff that i've been backing on kickstarter actually um i've been really excited about there's one that just came uh i'm looking at it right now it's <laughs> and listeners can't see it but uh <laughs> sacrimony uh by by Mata sorcier it's her uh fantasy series um and the one that I backed is issue five, and I read it out of order, so now I'm going to have to go and read the, the back issues, but it's a, a really great fantasy series. There's another one that I backed that I just got an issue of. The second issue is the one that I backed. It's a Snowpaw by uh, Rob Moltari, and it's about a uh, Scottish female werewolf, <laughs> mm, <okay. laughs> which is uh, exciting. Um, so there's uh, some cool indie stuff, too, that I've been getting into recently, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, you, you, you know, you, you mentioned the Kickstarter and different things like that. Um, so that actually does kind of bring me back around to you um, because I am curious if there are people who still want to um, support you and, and, and try to try to get no spell less forever continuing on as well. Um, is there any other campaigns that you have set up here recently or anything that you have planned going forward? Um, the, I'm probably sometime in the late spring, I think is when I'm going to do the, uh, campaign for no spell number two. Okay. Um, that's what I'm hoping late spring, early summer. Um, I also have a short called Oliver, Olive and the Ogre. Um, that's in a, an urban fantasy anthology called, uh, Concrete Arcanum. And uh, we did a Kickstarter for it a while back, around the same time back in October when I was doing the Kickstarter for uh, No Spell Number One. Uh, but it's going to be on Indiegogo uh, for some additional stuff <laughs> that's going to be added to uh, to the anthology. Um, I'm not running that Indiegogo. The, the editor is running that. So I'm not exactly sure what the date <laughs> is that that's launching, but uh, soon. <laughs> gotcha. And, and, um, and of course, naturally, anyone can follow, like I said, follow you on Instagram to Yeah, I'll be sharing that. Sure. And all the, all the stuff that you're doing. Sure. Yeah, totally. Sure. Gotcha. Um, and then I have another series that I'm writing, but I'm still I'm still in the stages of writing it. So it'll be a while till I <laughs> am okay. doing any crowdfunders or anything for that one. Can we hear anything about it or are we still we're still a little too early? It's um it's another urban fantasy. <laughs> Um, it's about a, a, a journalism student who's, uh, it's an urban fantasy with, I guess, a little bit of horror-ish elements, okay. um, but about a journalism student who's investigating this uh, urban legend about a supposed murder-suicide, uh, but she's trying to uh, figure out the, the real story behind it. Okay. All right. All right. That's, that sounds interesting, too. That sounds great. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's pretty much all I had, Sarah. Honestly, I uh, thank you so very much for joining us. Um, is there, like I said, I know Instagram it's Sarah Cook with an E, uh, and then No Spell Lasts Forever, all just one one word. Uh, so follow you on Instagram uh, so that people can see all the stuff that you're posting. Like I said, guys, if even if it's even if you're not going to be checking out the book, which of course you should. Um, Sarah also gives us some fantastic commentary on different things that she's been reading. Um, 
I learned way more about Jim Gordon and about the uh, different aspects of of his character during uh, Cataclysm and No Man's Land last year than I already knew. Um, so I am a Jim Gordon fan for sure. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. Jim, Jim Gordon's one of the best. Um, but yeah, that's about all I had. So uh, thank you so very much for joining us. And as always, guys, we want to remind you that fandom is for everyone. Hope that you all have a wonderful evening. We'll see you all next time. It was great. <laughs>